we can do better for Jesus. Oh, better for Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good and all the time. Amen. Kindly take your seats. I want to thank the Papa of the house for this special honor done. Shall we appreciate our Bishop? Hallelujah. Thank you so much, man of God, for the invite. And uh, I also want to specially acknowledge our First Lady. God bless you so much for the great job you are doing here. Amen. Hallelujah. And just like the Papa said, I came with my wife, Reverend Dekua, this evening. Amen. So standing here, I want to also appreciate my father in the Lord, Bishop Matthew Adaimensa. It is he who has given me the opportunity to serve as a servant of God. So any time I get opportunity, I want to acknowledge this great man of God. Amen. Um, I didn't set, I didn't think I was going to become a pastor anywhere, but then I think he saw something and then he began calling us, teaching us, nurturing us, and today we are able to hold the microphone to speak. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shall we share a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for this time. We commit this moment into your hands. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So the spirit of the Lord is at work in this place. Because my first scripture is what Lady Pastor mentioned. Matthew 6, 33. So immediately she said that I just tapped into that, that that is the spirit of God at work. Amen. And it is my belief that this evening... God will drop something in your heart. God will challenge us to do something for his kingdom. Hallelujah. You know, um, I, got, I got born again when I went to the university at Cape Coast, University of Cape Coast. And the way God does his things, he alone understands. As he say, he works in mysterious ways. So, here we are, some of us didn't get admission when the first admission was done. So we had to go waiting for admission. And on the day of admission, it's like we are seated like this in an auditorium. And then they mention your name. If they mention your name and you are not there, you, you miss out. And that time, I was, I was um, a student of Legon because I had received... At, I've gained admission here. So I'll be at Legon for like some two days and then go to Cape Coast because I didn't get, I wanted to do accounting. And I didn't get Bachelor of Science admin at uh, Legon. So I was chasing become at Cape Coast. So on one of these days, we were sitting and they said, everybody move to the assembly hall. Some way, somehow, we got admission. And that was where God began working. Because we got admission, and then we didn't have anywhere to stay. So we had to pitch. And it was some, one of our seniors that we were pitching with, a very cryptic guy, solid, 
strong Christian guy. So even during the times that we were purchased to gain admission, that was when he led us to accept Christ. <laughs> that was when he led us to accept Christ. So by the time we gained admission, already he has ushered us into the ministry. And in the hall, he started using us because in the hall, um, that was Gaffes, the Christian Fellowship. So in the hall, he started using us. We'll be going around uh, at dawn when we have dawn meetings to go and then wake people up. So that was where it all started. Having accepted Christ fresh and then being pushed to do the work of God. So that is where it started. And, you know, um, like the scripture says, it says we should seek his righteousness. And then all the other things, the blessings will come. All. So, <laughs> as part of the fellowships activities, they had something they were doing, shepherd and then sheep. So they will pair. You become somebody's shepherd. You become somebody's sheep. So when we were in third year, those that came to first year, they assigned some people to us as sheep. So there was this sheep that came, and then she was already a strong Christian. But then I had been made uh, her shepherd. And she didn't joke with me as a shepherd. And you know, as we fellowshiped, as we moved together, then we began connecting. I got to know some of her friends. And some way, somehow, a connection came up. And then my wife popped up. So if they say there is blessing in serving God, this was my first blessing. A major one. A major one. Because um, <laughs> on that campus, we did our best to, to serve the Lord in, in whatever capacity that we had. You know, it got to a time um, we were with the Assemblies of God Campus Ministry. And then we were meeting in the primary school. So the instruments were kept in our room. So every time there is church meeting, we will have to cut all these instruments at distance to go and set up. So all these were seeds that were being sown on that campus and uh, I never dreamt of becoming a pastor. I hadn't thought about it. Even when I met my wife, we started going out. I was I was in the final year. She hadn't come. So I stepped out. I graduated before she came to first year at the same university. And in one meeting that she attended, a prophet came and a prophet prophesied to her that she was going to marry a pastor. That time, we were going out. I was not a pastor. So if somebody has received this prophecy, a kind of confusion, it's not me. Then it's not, it means it's not me. Hey, who is this lady going to marry? And she too, she said she wasn't going to marry a pastor. But today she herself, she's a pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. So seeking 
his kingdom and righteousness, all the other things will come. So that is how I started. Not setting out to become a pastor, not setting out to become uh, a man of God, but then began serving, serving, serving. So I was done with school. I came home. No, I, you know, it was during the early days, so we had now become born again. I came home, and then a friend of mine, we were mates together at secondary school. We all lived in the same area, and then he had also become born again because his mom had um, led him to gospel light, and he said, I'll invite you to church. So then he invited me to church. So that was how I also ended up at gospel light. And then he now had a job in Sunyani, so he had to move out of Accra, and then he left me there. And by God's grace, we have served there till today. So, entering gospel light, nobody knows me. The person who came with me is gone. But then, at that time, they had um, a teens ministry. They had a teens ministry that was being handled by the first lady herself. So then I started working with her. So I worked with her for a while, and then along the line, I was um, ordained a deacon. I was, I, was, I was prayed for as a deacon of the church. So as at the time we were getting married, I was a deacon. I was a deacon. So um, she said she wasn't going to marry a pastor, so she didn't marry a pastor. She married a deacon. But after we got married, as we continued working for the Lord, um, it got to a point, Papa called me, and he said, he's going to pray for me as a pastor. So, we went through that phase, and we kept doing um, what we could as part of um, the ministry work, because... You know, you are not a full-time minister. So, you would have to make up your mind that um, what is entrusted to my care, I will deliver. And I will deliver it well. Do it with diligence. Do it with diligence. And doing it with diligence calls for a lot of sacrifice. It calls for a lot of sacrifice. Um, there are times, especially when we moved to um, Shashi, and then my office was at Tema. So you have closed. You have reached Tetekwashi here. This is your house. But you have to continue to circle for a meeting. If it is not God, you will not go. Because even the traffic that you battle to circle... Already you've worked, you are tired. So it's the God factor. Once you, your heart is after him, you would want to go all out to work for him. That is why I started my um, example from campus. It doesn't matter where you are now. You can work for the Lord. Whether you're a student or you are working, you can do something for the Lord. 
you can do something for the Lord. On that campus, we carried everything. When there were uh, missions that were organized by Gaffers those days, you have to go from hall to hall, sharing um, flyers, everything. We did it for the Lord. And I can tell, I can tell confidently that it is because of these things that I got myself involved in. That is why God has brought me to this stage. If I want to share my story, where I came from, and then where God has placed me now, if it is not God, then I don't know. When we were going out, the first time my wife visited me in Accra, some lungus at Accra Newtown that we had to pass before getting to my house. And this is a young lady who had come from Cape Coast, a professor's daughter, in a high hill, crick, 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 crick. And I was taking her through typical Agbajena corners. Hey, and we go to the house too, and then this lady says she wants to use the washroom. She wants to be with hey. We don't have WC in the household. What do we do? It is the bathroom that <laughs> because the other place is a pan, this is so you can't take her there. But she went to that place. So the place God has brought us from to today, I believe strongly it is because I got involved in the work of his kingdom. That is what has made the difference in my life. That is what had made the difference in my life. Growing up, I didn't have any father that was taking care of me. It was a single parent. My mom was uh, a middle school leaver. And then she had tried doing some nursing courses. So she was just managing. She was just managing. It is the God factor that came in. Service in his house. That has brought that change. That has brought that transformation. And at times, it is just the little, little things that we are able to do for God. Like I said, I started with the teens ministry. Then in the work, in the, in the time they called, you know, the first time they called me to come and then moderate a service at church. Hey, that day, my hand shook. Hallelujah. But today, at that same place, I am, I am the resident pastor there. And that is the bishop's seat. Amen. But the first time they gave me the mic to just moderate the service, it was, it was something. As if the earth should just part and then let me look for somewhere to hide. Hallelujah. But then bit by bit, bit by bit, doing the work of God. And God is empowered. You know, once he calls, he equips. Once he calls, he equips. So, if the heart to serve him is there, God will give you the grace to serve him. God will give you the grace to serve him. And he has done so, so, so much. You know, it is, this evening when I was just trying to reflect, when 
my current job, my current job, I went for an interview, or I was, I was working with an audit firm when I finished school. We were now preparing as trainee accountants to write our professional exam. So I was working with an audit firm, and then we went for um, an audit at this place. When we got there, that was the time the, uh, this evening, uh, uh, that year was sharing with me the, uh, he was involved in that, that project. They had now built a new edifice that when you get there, the door opens automatically for you. That time I didn't see some before. So we went there for an audit and then you get to the entrance and then the door automatically opens. I said, hey, then I called, I called uh, Reverend the Queen. I said, hey, Charlie, some place that we've gone today, this place we have to... <laughs> So when I, <laughs> I told her that, <laughs> so then the first thing she said, then let's possess the place. That's what she said. So that year we did an audit. I put uh, an application in. I didn't get any uh, response. The following year I was put on that same assignment. I went in, I put in another application. This time around, they called me for interview. When they called me for interview, I was on a job assignment at Damai, Abosu Goldfields. How do you leave your job there and then come and attend an interview in Accra? But you know, when God is too much, you know, I prayed, I spoke to my um, manager in charge of the job. And he said, oh, you can go, you can go, you can go, you can go and come. So then I had to move from there all the way, sleep in Takrade, and then get to Accra the, the, the following day. I came for the interview. Immediately I got to the place. I met three guys. One was my mate from O-Level. He went to admin. So he completed school, admin, Legon was three years, Cape Coast was four years. And when we went to Cape Coast too, there was a lecture strike, so it became five years instead of four years. So my mate was now two years my senior because he completed school in 94, I completed school in 96. And the other guy was my senior at Accra Academy. So two years senior, three years senior. So they both had more experience than I had. But when we went through the interview, God opened the door for me. Hallelujah. God opened the door for me. And if I want to look at it in human terms, those two were more qualified than I. For the role that they wanted, someone who was experienced. And I want to believe that it was because I was doing his work. I was doing this work. So that was 1998, and I've been with this organization till today, raising through the ranks, and now I sit as an executive. It is God. It is God. Doing his work, he will never put you to shame. When he says that we should seek his kingdom and his righteousness first, he will come through for us. Hallelujah. He will come through for us. Hallelujah. So in church, 
you've been made a pastor, working, being given assignments here and there because you are, um, let's say, a part-time pastor or a lay, a lay clergy. So anything that was assigned, we do it wholeheartedly with all that we could. Anything that you can drag from wherever to make it work, we do it. As, as, as we speak now, you know, there are times that you see that you need to do this thing. But then, um, if you go and talk about it, it will take forever. So, what do I do? What does it take to do it? At times, you just need to push some few things in there. And then the work gets done. But if you do not have the heart for his work, what will, you, what will occur to you that, should I even put my money into this? For what? You, you, you wait, and then if it works, fine. If it doesn't work, amen. So, not too long ago, we had to revamp our home cells. And uh, as the resident pastor, they're working with the other clergy. It is, it is, it is a tough thing. People would want to feel comfortable in their homes. So they don't want to go for the home cells. And we have to find a way of monitoring to see that the cells are also working. I cannot go to every place. So then getting some of the young ministers, you need to now empower them to be able to go. So, you know, as God blesses us, he blesses us to push his kingdom. He blesses us to push his kingdom. He's not giving us, um, or he's not blessed us to just live a bourgeoisie life and then um, that is it. But then he blesses us to be a blessing unto his kingdom and unto his people. You know, where we live here across the street, I, I was looking for a piece of land to buy because I wanted to take a mortgage from the bank. And someone gave me um, that site plan. So they took us to um, a lawyer's house just at the back here and spoke to us. But then, you know, because in church, I had been involved in a number of groups. I, when we started the protocol ministry in church, I was the first pastor that was put in charge of protocol. So, um, we worked. So, there was one guy in the protocol team that deals in lands and then estate management. So, when we came to sit here, had that discussion I go back to him and I say, ah, Josu, So he picks it up and say, ah, mini papa no, mini papa no. So he led us straight to Osu Night Market to go and see the old man. The old man says he's not told anyone he's selling this land. He doesn't know anything about it. So it means that gathering there, any money we would have paid would have just gone to waste. This is God. This is God. It is not um, 
uh, anything that I've done to, to it is God that just came through for us because he knows that this person is doing my work. Let me save him from this. So God saved us from that. And now the next step was that when he went, to, we went to see the old man. The old man said he's not selling. He wants to know the person who, so the long and short is that he got to know that it was a young boy that he had taken as a son uh, who was going through draftsmanship training, who had picked his documents to go and then. So then we now have to talk to the old man, the old man, the old man. Then the old man said, okay, fine, he will sell it. And then we started paying this thing small, small, because there wasn't, <laughs> the land was not fully registered, so the bank would not give you. So we started paying small, small, where you get some small money, I'm going to give to the old man. Small, okay. Then the old man too is not lettered, so then I have to do my receipt myself, and then he will turn print for me. So small, 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 those installments, that was how we were able to purchase this land there. When people ask me, how did you get a land at this place? It is God. It is God. Hallelujah. He delivered us and then he opened the gate for us. So if we serve him, he says that he will add all other things. So what is it that we are looking for? The first step is to serve him. Avail ourselves. Ourselves for his use. And then there are so many ways we can serve God. In church, there are so many things you can do for God. There are so many things. You don't necessarily need to be a pastor before you can serve God. We started and then even at the time that Papa wanted to call us into the ministry, it was a struggle because he said, Papa, anything you want us to do, we can do it, but then it's okay to be and then still do the work. He said, no. Because maybe he was seeing something that at that time we did not see. But it is a great thing to serve the Lord. There is greater, greater blessing in serving the Lord. For me, um, I've said it and I will continue to say that, you know, when, uh, you know, I just gave a brief uh, of my background. So even when people on campus realized that I was going out with a choir, they asked, hey, but you, this boy, <laughs> you don't check yourself. <laughs> and then you are going after a professor's daughter. But at that time, I was, I was a born again good Christian working for the Lord. So that is what she had seen. Not, not uh, a poor boy coming from some humble home somewhere. So God bless you for... <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And she's been a blessing. She's been a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. So working for God comes with great rewards. Working with God comes with great rewards. At times, it will call for your time. It will call for your time. At times, you will close from church, then one meeting, then another meeting, then another meeting. But it's all for the kingdom's sake. And as we sacrifice, it is a credit for us. 
as we sacrifice, we are just building up our credit. Because it says, all, all other things shall be added. My prayer is that from tonight, we will take a decision to work for the Lord. We will go to pastor, we will go to lady pastor, we will go to the pastors and then ask, please, what can I do to serve in the house of the Lord? As we serve the Lord, he will open greater doors unto us. He will open greater doors unto us. I believe with all my heart that he will do so. Amen. Because I am a living testimony. For me, if I had not gotten myself involved in the things of God, I don't know where I would have been by now. I don't know. Because God has been good. Hallelujah. God has been good. And the life that we live today is just by his grace. He has directed us. He has ordered our steps along the way because of our service to his kingdom. Because of our service to his kingdom. When we put your all into his work, he will come through for you. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter where you are now, whether schooling, whether working, you can do something for the Lord. You can do something for the Lord. As students, we worked for him. And then we got the blessings. You know, at times, uh, when we get to campus, then the thinking is that uh, I need to focus on my books. But then, you know, by the grace of God, uh, I didn't get a first class, but I got two dean's awards for excellence in two semesters. So, we worked for the Lord, but God also came through for us, even on campus. Even on campus. And one of them, I just remember clearly some cloth shirt that I used to go and collect my dean's certificate. <laughs> you know, God has been good. Amen. God has been good. Anytime we, we, we celebrate our anniversary, our wedding anniversary is in September. Anytime we celebrate, um, our wedding pictures pop up. And then the young ones in church, their interest is in my trousers. My trousers, the trousers I wore on that day. They said that my trousers can sew for like three people. <laughs> Amen. And then one of um, uh, my wife's colleagues asked, <laughs> asked her one of the um, uh, days that uh, when uh, we were getting married and then that my trousers was she seen because I think she had seen another picture that I was in jeans that was tight so she, she was asking her that the day was she seeing these jeans when we were getting married in that trousers and, uh, <laughs> because I'm sure if you see that trousers say hey <laughs> hallelujah but God is good God is good if we dedicate our time for him God will build us up. God will change us. God will transform us. And our story will be different. Hallelujah. Amen. I can, I can, I can say for a fact that I stand here today and even at the workplace, now everybody, 
It is all by God's grace. It's all by God's grace. That for every meeting that uh, the bank is holding or something, they want you to be the one to pray. You know, it is, it is God. It is God. So let's commit to God. Let's give him our service. And God will come through for us. Hallelujah. There will be a turnaround. We will have a testimony that when I committed to his work, when I committed to his work, God brought me through. Hallelujah. That will be your testimony. That will be your testimony. That in the March 2023 in gathering, when you sat and then you took that decision, that from today onwards, I am committing to the work of God. As a shepherd, God brought that change. God opened that door. God brought this testimony. God brought this breakthrough. And the Lord will do it. In the name of Jesus, he will do it. At times, some of us, we need to be pushed. If the push is coming to, then we are running. But maybe from today, today, no more running away from the work of ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Because some of us, too, we try to dodge in small. <laughs> Hallelujah. We try dodging small, and even still now, we are trying to dodge certain things. But, you know, um, the kind of papa that I work with, he doesn't take no for an answer. Amen. A man of faith, a man of the spirit. So if he says he wants to do this, he will get you to do it. So from today onwards, maybe you have dodged, uh, papa has called you, but then from today, from today, from today, from today, from today, it should be the turning point, hallelujah, of service to the Lord. And I believe that as we do that, God will come through for us. Amen. God will come through for us. Hallelujah. I just want to... There's a quote here that I picked from John Wesley. He said, you have one business on earth and it's to save souls. You have one business on earth and it is to save souls. So whatever we do, at the end of it all, souls must be saved. Souls must be saved. The work that we do in the bank, we do, it doesn't bring any souls. But this is the work that we do that has its reward. That has its reward. So our one business, or our number one business should be saving of souls. And that one, it is what you do in the house of the Lord that will lead to the saving of souls. Amen. 
whether you are working as an usher, you are working as a protocol, you are working in the children's ministry, you are working as the, in the youth ministry, teens ministry, whatever it is, that is what will lead to the saving of a soul. That is what will lead to the saving of a soul. Not our secular jobs. That one is uh, an added on. Hallelujah. So this is the real business. This is the real business. And from tonight, let us all commit to the real business. We can be doing our businesses, but then we will commit to the work of God. That is our paramount assignment. May the Lord grant us the grace to be able to work for him in the name of Jesus. Just two scriptures here to Jeremiah 10 and then 21. It says, For the shepherds have become dull-hearted and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper and all their flocks shall be scattered. So, in the year of shepherding, may this not be our portion. May we be shepherds who are wise, who will follow through, shepherd the sheep, so that the sheep will not be scattered. Hallelujah. And Jeremiah 23, 1 says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. So, you, you will not gather them. They've been gathered and they want to scatter them. The Bible is warning us. May we be shepherds who will gather souls for the Lord. May we be shepherds who will feed the pasture. May we be shepherds after God's own heart. And I believe that as we commit to this, you will stand to testify of the goodness of the Lord. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord increase us. May he grant us the grace to be able to serve him till his coming. May nothing be a hindrance to our service for the Lord. May anything that will stand in our way for for our service of the Lord, may that be put aside in the name of Jesus. May we overcome any stumbling block for our service in the kingdom of God. And may the Lord give us the heart that will always run after him that will follow after him, that will desire to do more for his kingdom. And may his blessings, may it chase us and overtake us as we work for him. This evening, you want to begin to commit, commit yourself to his service. Speak to the Lord that with this month the end gathering from today onwards 
you have taken that step. That Lord God, help me to serve you. Help me to follow after you. Help me to do your work. May I not be counted as a shepherd that scatters your sheep. May I be counted among the shepherds that gather souls for you. This is your prayer tonight. You want to lift up your voice? You want to lift up your voice? You want to lift up your voice? That you will serve the Lord. That his grace will abound. His grace will come through for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That the Lord will anoint you with his oil. To do greater works unto him. In the name of Jesus. That as you stand to proclaim his word. Many will come to his saving knowledge. You want to pray that the Lord will anoint your lips. The Lord will grant you the empowerment. And human from on high. That as you stand to minister. Many will come to his saving knowledge.